With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jay here from Stratford Paddock. This is the Academy Review and joining me is probably the most ardent United fan ever when it comes to attending mm. matches. The man that's been at more games than anyone I've ever met. Uh, David Pritt. Sorry, anyone other than maybe Alex and John oh, Neal. Yeah. I have to put that disclaimer in there because <laughs> otherwise they'll be uh, they'll be throwing stones through my window. Um, how are we doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you, mate? I'm, I'm all right. How are you coping now? Because some games you can go to because some games you can't, can you? How's it been No, so... the. Because I go watch all levels of United, it's only, the only team that you've been able to watch is the women's under twenty ones. But now we're going into tier three. That's over with. So nah, there's you can't no, no even watch the women's under twenty ones. It's can you, all ladies? gone. So first team under twenty threes, eighteens, women under twenty one, women all gone. You see, it's bad, like, bad enough for me. I'm like, I can't go and watch you know United, and you think like I've got one set of games I can't watch. You, you do go to all the yeah. games. You've got like four different sets of games you can't watch. And as you mentioned, it's only going to get worse. It's going to be a long time, I think, before we see fans at football. I know there was talk on the, the 23,500 at Old Trafford. We'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But that doesn't stop us watching the games, even if no. we can't be there. Um, in terms of the academy, with the, uh, the under-18s, what's been happening there? What's the latest? It's a bit of a mixed bag with the 18s. They've won some games, lost some others, and recently just got knocked out of the Youth Cup, which was a bit of a pain, which it was last year's Youth Cup. So we got through to the semi-final. I obviously did the fan cams for the Old Devils. Yeah. And um, obviously Wigan we beat last time in the quarters. Yeah, I think it was Wigan the quarters. Then we got Chelsea. We supposed to play Chelsea away at Sanford Bridge. But they did on Friday. We had um, the semi-final against um, Chelsea yeah. at St. George's Park. And the final was last night. All Monday for yeah. people watching. But yeah, we got absolutely battered for 30 minutes. Ridiculously battered. Will Fish and Ted and Mengi were immense, really, as centre-backs. And Reese Devine, left-back, did really well as well. The fact they didn't score there was unbelievable. And then last 15 minutes of the half, we worked our way into it and did all right. Second half starts, they score straight away, 1-0. And then it's a bit of an even game. But all in all, you probably say Chelsea deserved it because of the, the first half hour. But... It could have easily been 
us scoring. We had an amazing chance in, in the first half. Antonio Langer, if you get the chance to watch it, he's like flicks it up, um, left, right foot, up in the air, and then does like an overhead kick. It's a crossbar. Unbelievable. If that had gone in, yeah, it would have been a different story. I mean... They always seem to have this reputation, Chelsea. They do have a strong youth team. They've got a great record in FA Youth Cup, but they tend to bring in a lot of players, don't they, from overseas. They sign like these youngsters, which United have done in the past. I'm not knocking that, but it does seem to be that MO and they have a really strong academy side, not necessarily mm. because they nurture academy and they do great, although they've got great facilities, but because they bring in players and because they always strengthen their academy side. I mean, I think their record in the youth, FA Youth Cups is just ridiculous. Yeah, I think the one behind us, and you know, we... When all them in the 50s, that's why our record's like up. Busby, but, yeah. but what you got to remember is this was last season's squad as well. So we've had players that have left. And even like Greenwood, he was eligible to play, but now he's a first-team player. They had, I think, three players who played for their first team. And we've had new signings, such as like uh, McNeil and Dugill, who weren't eligible to play because it was last season's squad. So I think that 18 squad for this season is better. But we couldn't Can do we not have just brought Mason in? Can we not I know, have just done that, man? Come on. Bring him in. He Do scores 12 we, we goals. Listen, we'd have won it by now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, we, and then we, back we in the first game. You've yeah. and it's like happy days, a bit of positivity, and we all need that. But you mentioned some of the players there. Um, Selen Menge, I think you mentioned. Yeah. We keep hearing about him. We know he's, he's sort of been in and around the first team. How far off do you think? I think I asked you this last time, but it's relevant now. How far off do you think he is to, to stake in a claim in the first team? Are we still a couple of seasons away? Probably. It's going to be difficult, isn't it? Because... They're not going to do anything with Maguire. They spent a lot of money on him. He's yeah. a captain, going to be there. Um, Tunze became in, didn't he, against Paris, was it? Did amazing. So he's phenomenal performance. And Lindelof is still working with him. He's probably fourth choice centre-back, but it's going to be bad, a... Though, yeah, no, it's it? not bad to at be all. Fair, especially I mean, he, has, he, he has been around the squad as well. Yeah. You know, he's training with him. You think he's been Europe with him. So a couple of injuries and he, he'll be in there. <laughs> <laughs> if that happened... If he had to play any games, would you be worried for him? Not at all. I think he's, you know, he's he's always been older than his years in a way. Body wise, he looks massive. If you, when you saw him when he was yeah. fifteen, you're like, no, he's like twenty five. Him, honestly, amazing player, strong, tough, and I, yeah, I think he'd had no worries. You mentioned that. I mean, you mentioned obviously he didn't go current plan against Chelsea, but there's obviously some good performances there. How confident are you in some of these youngsters that we've got a good crop of youngsters here? Because People always look at the academy team and you look at it now, especially with Ole, and you go, these are players that if they perform at the top level in the academy, they could have a chance at, at the first team. This isn't like United of previous seasons where under Jose you didn't have a chance, under Van Al, he'd throw you in when you were 15 then you wouldn't get in again or whatever. It was a bit crazy under Van Al, wasn't it? It was like, McNair starting, what? <laughs> and then like, you know, Blackett's back in and then you might not get another chance or whatever. How do you rate the, the this crop of youngsters? Do you think there is one or two there that can kick on and hopefully get a chance under Ole? Well, you've got to look in the positions that we need and um, we'd probably need a backup at right back and that would have been Ethan Laird, but once again, he's injured. He's just had a, he's had a terrible oh, time. No, he's had like Ethan three Laird. injuries in the past year. I feel you know. for him because him and Brandon Williams, they're yeah, not they're, that dissimilar wordy in no, terms no, of the, levels. For me, they were always been equal. Yeah. One right back, one left back. and Brandon Williams, yeah. obviously, you know, at one point looked like he was going to be our first choice left back. Not not necessarily the case now, but he's you know he's still in with a shout. Ethan Laird, who I was really looking forward to seeing. I'll be honest with you, I thought this season could be the season where it kicks on a little bit. And yet again, you it's know, just, it's just bad luck. It's, I don't think it's he's injury prone. I just think he's bad luck. Yeah, and hopefully he'll get through this and just push on because it, he is capable of it. But other positions like midfield, you've got 
Because obviously we sent a load out on loan, like McGee, uh, not McGee, sorry, Dylan Levitt and Levitt, uh, Garner, Garner, he's at Watford. Um, Traore's out on loan. And then with Galbraith, who played for the 23s the other day, um, unbelievable performance. I mean, he's not played for a while and he's just signed a new contract. Plays for the 23s and just one of the best man-of-the-match man performances you'll see. Um, ends up scoring the winning goal in injury time with the last kick of the game in a, of a penalty. But yeah, for me, I think he's going to benefit that. It's going to this the spotlight's on him now because the other players have gone out on loan. He's like the main midfielder in the twenty threes, and he's already played for Ireland's uh, Northern Ireland's first team. Yeah, I think he can really push and get into that first team. He's, he played for us in the that game over in Kazakhstan, but I think he's you know, give him a chance for a couple of games. You keep, I keep hearing about him, and you mentioned the game against uh, was it Astana when he was yeah. when we played like we took all the children over yeah. there, didn't we, and just let him, all the children and Lee Grant, I think uh, it and was. And Jesse, oh Jesse, yeah, <laughs> Jesse was Jesse captain, scored as well. Yeah, <laughs> we were doing a preview, right? I remember we were doing a preview, and as we were recording it, I think I can't, I think it was Cal who was on it, and he went, "Oh, I've got the travelling squad here," and he named it, and it was in the MEN, and I went. Rubbish that that would be the travelling squad. We won't say that that much of a reserve team because it was like loads of players who never played for United. But it was Galbraith. What type of a midfielder is? He? What type of player is? Because I've seen glimpses of him. Seen obviously seen that game mentioned. I don't know a lot about him. What, what how would you describe him? He's I really like him because he's now he's on his own. But he's not got um, Levitt and Garner with him. He's got a few different like he, he he steps back a bit, you know, and he's got a pretty good pass. He's passing more often now because that used to be Levitt and Garner's job. Yeah, he's you know spraying it around looks good. He he's he's box to box and he's he's not scored one in a while, but when he does get it at the edge of the box, he can bang him. And I mean, better than Paul Scholes in, in some Bet, ways. Better, better than Paul Scholes. I think if he played, if, if he played, you heard it in now. That's played, getting clipped <laughs> up. No, no. When he ends up, no, I'm no, 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 no. him. I'm Scoring, all joking. He won't no, no. do well. <laughs> No, I mean, hitting the ball. And it, I thought tackling. you were going to say tackling then, but he's better at Paul Scholes. Yeah, tackling. I'm better at Paul Scholes no, than tackling. Like volleys and things like that, he hits them so sweet. And why, he, Dave, why do you think he's stayed around and he's not gone out alone then when he's, he's seen some of his compatriots have? To be honest, I don't know because he, I haven't played for a few games before this yeah. this game recently. And maybe it was contract negotiations because he has just signed a new contract for, I think it's three years. Right. So maybe that's what it was. They were talking about that because it was the same with... Uh, Chong and, and Garner back back then when they weren't really playing because contract negotiations. So maybe something to do with that. But it's not necessarily a reflection on his ability. No, the I mean, and they have, they've another sent club hasn't come in and said, "Yeah, oh, can we have this last?" No, I think there? they've sent quite a few out on loan, and maybe they just want to keep one. Just yeah, you can't because, send them all, can you? Because it's one of them. If if we have an injuries crisis. We're going to need someone to be on the bench, and he'd be perfect for it. And who knows? You know, listen, it's happened in the past. You have an injury crisis. Marcus Rashford exactly. under Van Al. You exactly. step up, you take your chance, and before you know it, you're saving loads of kids' lives across the country. Um, what else have you got for us? What other games have you been watching? Because I know you like... So, yeah, like just, said, been it's been a quite them. a few. So, um, the Ro we played Rochdale in the EFL Trophy. That was a terrible game, nil-nil. But they've got an amazing thing now where you have a penalty shoot at the end if it's a draw, and you get an extra point if you win that. So, we got two points. So, we're on five points. Top of the group. And, what? Uh, right. Ex explain it to me, because what you just said didn't and make it's any It's a great sense. thing. Right. I didn't even realise this, and I should have done. Sorry, I should have done my research, right? So, if you win on a penalty shootout... No, no, no. So, draw. You draw you the game. Draw the game, right? It doesn't finish. You have a penalty shootout after Right. It. And then, if you win the penalty shootout, you get an extra point, so you get two points. So, it's not two... Right. So, it's not like one point for a draw. It's 
Yeah, it's one point for a draw, yeah. but you get an extra point if you win the shootout. Ah, right, okay, right, I'm with you. So now into a system where you can get two points for a game. Yeah. If you win a, win a shootout, right, okay. And um, Sounds crazy, but it might just work. So I think we're top of the group and we've got Morecambe next. And if we get any sort of result out of that, one point, two points or three points, we'll, um, we'll be right through to the knockout stages. It's not very often you hear that in a game of football, <laughs> is it? Not since like the 60s or whenever it was, they stopped having two points for a I think it's a good idea, though, because... There's a winner at the end of it. Yeah, I mean, it's good to feel like you. But I wouldn't have in the league. Then, but in, then you in can, club games. You know, was that? A, was it? Say it was a nil-nil one against yeah. Rochdale. You know, there's some games where you just want to go home. I know you're not at the game, but yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've got penalties for a point. Uh, but you know, it's, it's good and it's good for some of these players as well to experience there's some Europa that. League games like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Forget about the shootout. You can just have the win. It's like, right, don't worry about it. Yeah, just like we talked about the 18s, but. Um, yeah, Joe Hugill, who we got signed from Sunderland, he's been on fire. Uh, striker, he scored for the 18s. What did he put it down here? What he scored? So he scored um, two against Blackburn. He got one against Burnley in a 5 1 win. Then he went up to the 23s and scored yeah. two goals against Blackburn's 23s, like a week later after he scored two against the 18s. So he's really doing well. And I think, like I say, he'd have been great in the youth court, but couldn't play him. And then this Charlie McNeil, who we just signed from I mean, City. This, is this a kid that scored like, like 500, 600 goals yeah, or something? 600 yeah, 600 goals. And he's only like 12 or whatever. I know he's a little bit older now. How old is he? 16 now? 17? 17, I think. But, you know, I mean, his goal scoring record, I, mean, I was doing a paper talk and I remember sort of we linked with this lad who's been at City and he scored. And I remember reading it thinking, is that a typo? They added an extra zero on there. He's got like 600 goals. How's he looks? So um, he's got two goals in one game. So, I'm not so, you know, yeah, just, <laughs> so um, that's probably a bad game for him, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he only got the two. Unfortunately, I, didn't, I haven't seen that game. And but yeah, I know he scored two goals. Which I mean, that's anything to go by. He's only on a positive. He's, yeah. <laughs> Mate, li- listen. Li- you know, this is obviously a kid who knows where the back of the net is. The question is, can he keep going and progressing? Because he was at City. I think he's a United fan, and he ended up yeah. at City at their academy, and then he's come back to United or come to United. Uh, which is always a good story, and if he's a success, I'm no doubt we'll rub that right in the, the Blues' nose faces. Um, but you know, up and running, obviously enjoying at United so far, getting goals. I mean, you're looking forward to eventually seeing him. Yeah, because um, I heard about him being at City. You did, kid. you did, you and uh, and you know, I shouldn't really say this, but I will because Dave's no Dave's ITK Dave, right? But mm, he is a little say, bit. Don't be saying that because but Dave's one of them. He's the only ITK I know that like doesn't brag about it or doesn't say things. He this, he says certain things, and he was like, "Just keep your eye on McNeil, good player." And you were right. He was uh, well from what we gather, he's doing well, and he, you know we got him, and and that's that's happening. Obviously, with a player like that who scores loads of goals, he's gonna have always get a lot of attention, and sometimes players can get a little bit overawed by it. But he sounds like he's got. Good people around him, knows what he's doing, got his head screwed on and, and can kick on. Yeah, I just, like I said, swap me back watching it so he can watch his game. Obviously, when you see the highlights and stuff or the game, it's just focused on when he's got the ball, but it's stuff off the ball and things like that where you want to see what they're like and now the game positions and stuff, which that's what I'm missing really most. Is, it, is he, like, what type of a player is it? Is he someone that you'd put in a sort of Mason Greenwood mould or is he a different type of player? I've not seen enough of him. Like yeah. I say, he's only played the one game. But... If he's if he's scoring, I mean, I hope he's not like Mason Green because then they can both play together and yeah. we could just score like twenty goals a game. You know, imagine that. Imagine if like you look you look at Mason's record, his was ridiculous. One of yeah. it wasn't like I don't know forty goals in forty games, whatever it was, probably a bit more. Um, if you've got like you know 
10 years time this could be it or five years time you know you never know because i don't think you've got a little while to go yet with the likes of marcus and anthony marshall ahead of him but you never know and it's been great so far to see mate it's good to see mason getting back into the first team getting a goal as well yeah and that's that's what he's all about like that game the goal against um you do play the um Red Bull the other day, the, f- yeah. the first one. That was that was amazing. See, that's him, innit? That's, yeah, that's what, what only he could do that. I think if you give that chance to, if Marcus has that, or if even if Anthony Marshall has that, I, especially on the left, I don't see them scoring that. It's such a tight angle. But it's the great, great it's to see chance, it because, one, one goal. because he was doing, that's what he was doing for the 18s, scoring goals like that. And I mean, he's not even chipped anyone yet, but things like that. And people just say, yeah, it's great, but will he be able to do it in the first team? And now he's proven, yeah, he can. No. You know, a shot like that, no keeper's getting that. It's just such a it's tight angle, far post. No I'm, one's getting that. It's it's weird because he's not really got going yet this season, has he, Mason? No. Well, he's not. I, I don't think. And he's that's not a criticism of him. He's not had a chance. And when he has had a chance, the team around have been dreadful. If, you know, look at the Arsenal games. I'm not blaming mm. him for any of that because you can only feed. Uh, you can only finish what you're given. I think he had one chance where Marcus played a through ball, and he, he did well. He got his shot off, but you know it was saved. So. I think we're going to see a lot more of him and he's going to score lots of goals this season because that's the type of player he is. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, who else have you been watching or not watching? But, but trying to watch, so, I should say. So I'll, just go for, I'll go for the 23 results now. So like I say, we played that Rochdale game 0-0. Um, then the Blackburn 2-all, which was, it was actually quite a good game. That yeah. Like I say, Hugo scored twice. Um, that was away. And then um, Arsenal. Mate, come on. Don't um, we were 3-1 up. Um, all the world, you know, looks amazing, and then yeah, it was conceded too late on three three, and that was a big disappointment. But we played some good stuff in there. It's just you know let our reds go down and just conceded too. But yeah, that's been it really for the twenty threes. Like I say, they've got Brighton next, and then Morecambe coming up, which I'm looking forward to because they see EFL trophy. I think that's that's a real test for these players now because twenty threes games. It's like I say, we you're not a big fan of the under 23s. I, I am, and I'm not. not I, mean, I don't mean the players. You love no, no, the players. I, I, like I mean, no, like the system and the the, yeah, the, the, the levels that sometimes. Sometimes it, it it doesn't matter if you lose. You know, if yeah. you like, if you're promoted or relegated, does it really matter? You know, as long as you're playing well, you're going to get in the first team. If you're in the second division, but when you're playing against this like EFL trophy thing, you're playing against real real players who. A career's on the line if they lose a game, kind of thing. They want to no. win a trophy. Well, it's tough, and it's a yeah, tough level. Do you know what I mean? Like um, you say, these are lads who, you know, if they to drop down a level, these these players, not obviously under twenty threes, but players like Mork and whatever, then, you know, it's touch and go whether they, they're going to sort of be able to carry on as professionals. So it matters. Obviously, it matters to all players, but it matters especially at that level. And I want another thing is, it's much tougher, and you know, the pressure is on them in these games. And if they do have to have that step up. You know, due to them playing well, or there's an injury and they need to, need to fill in, it's not not going to be easy for them straight away, is it? So they need to know that they're going to be playing against players. You know, the practice against players who are going to kick them and going to push them off the ball and things like that. Because obviously, you're playing against men. These all are 23s. A lot of them are still 18, 19. They're still quite young. You know, I think there's some 17 year olds in our 23s. So you got to they got to know what it's like to be playing against men, really, and. Yeah, it, I think it's a great thing for him. No, I agree. I think it's a good test of that. And, you know, you've seen it. I mean, it's not all about just physicality and playing against big players and stuff like that, but it helps, doesn't it? And it helps get used to it. And I've seen a few under 23 games and it's, I tell you, the kids and it's enjoyable. But sometimes you do get almost that training get, game element a little yeah, bit in certain like, games. Not all of them, but a couple of games, like you a, think. Like when the, we got promoted um, from last season because they cut the season short and we got promoted in the first division. 
And um, is there any difference between this division? And the, I don't think there is. It's, you're playing just different teams, that's it. They're all at a similar level. They might as well make it one massive league rather than two divisions. If you get relegated or promoted, it doesn't really mean anything at all. It's a big shame as well because, I mean, it's a shame for all fans and it's a shame for all players at, at any level. But the, the under-23s was a good, you know, Friday night down at Lee. Yeah, yeah. It was a good little trip, wasn't it? You know, take the family and I... We'll be at the moment, be freezing, but... No, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> but it was it was good for the players as well because, obviously, you've got a bit of a crowd there. Not massive crowd, but there's people there, you know, a couple of thousand or whatever. Good experience. You're not getting that now. No. So, you know, it's not the sort of the same atmosphere obviously and yeah it just does feel it, it is a shame and you want some of these youngsters you want them to play in front of people you want them to play at a decent level you want them to get sort of tested yeah and they're missing out on a little bit i feel at the minute. in a way you're like the 18s you can you're playing at carrington still so it's, yeah it, some games you hardly get anyone there yeah but like if you're playing city it's going to be quite a few there but that don't really matter but yeah with the 23s you like there is a crowd usually around 800 to a thousand people watching and supporting yeah. them so yeah, it's going to be disheartening to some of them, but some of them never experienced it. They come straight from the 18s up to it, so they don't know. But the new players especially, I think that's that's going to be different for them when the fans are finally back. When the fans are finally back, what's on the horizon next? What have we got coming up next? So the 18s have got Leeds next. <sighs> we all hate Leeds school. I know, I'd, so I'm <laughs> going to... I'd love to have gone to that. <laughs> does, you it, does it kick off in these games? I, what are the under-18s? I, I think the players know that... Oh, we're United players early. We don't get on. But yeah, but when the when the game's on, I think they do. Like when we played Liverpool, it always kicks off. Yeah, I, was, I, just, I, I think it's just in, games in the back, it's back like of your mind where the, the chance start and all that. Yeah. And then it, there's been like proper aggro at some of them games. Yeah, like, I especially remember United, it was last season, and there was like a brawl for like two minutes <laughs> after the game, and it's like, over nothing. It's like it's just in the back of their heads. So, oh yeah, we're not supposed to like these. <laughs> and then, um, like I said, with the 23s, we played Brighton, and then we got that EFL um, trophy game against Morecambe which I think is on pay-per-view or something else. You have to pay like a... Really? Yeah, all the, they've been streaming them. Streaming yeah, because so, the sort yeah. of Salford one was pay-per-view. Yeah, really. that's they've, like, all, they've all been like that. It's come on, man. Seriously, yeah. you're going to start charging people to watch the youngsters in the EFL trophy. Come on. It's a big ass there, but I know you're probably you're probably paying for it. You can't go without oh, your football, see, you can see, you? See what, yeah. <laughs> say no more. Yeah. Eh? We won't ask any questions there, Dave. <laughs> Don't get you into any sort of trouble. Dave, where can but, people find you? Um, just on Twitter, David J. Pritt, and on Instagram, David Pritt. We've got the J. Yep, and also you'll see him on our previews as well. He's always sending his predictions for our previews. You're always down left Paddock FC as well, aren't you? Watching yeah. that mob. Doing bits for him now, aren't so I've got oh, a, yeah. Uh, yeah. Doing all right, aren't they? They're getting oh, there and thereabouts, aren't they? Yeah. One or two good players, one or two yeah. not, not so good in my opinion. I've got to give him credit, he's, he's not too bad, him. Uh, Cam, yeah. don't tell him that, he'll go to his head. Um, on that bombshell, uh, we're going to wrap it up. This has been the Academy Review. That's been Dave. I've been Jay. Don't forget to hit like, share and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.